The tram to Neovale was crowded, but River had been lucky enough to snag a seat. He'd been close to the platform edge when it cruised into the stand, and he swiftly shouldered his way into the carriage ahead of the anxious throng. Just as well, really. He needed to be close to a charging point for his cell phone, so made a beeline for a spot by the window. Actually, he was taking up two seats. Not ideal on a rush-hour tram with the commuters pressed together like cattle, but he was laden, his suitcase was bulky, and his guitar wasn't exactly thin. Rain lashed against the tram's windows, and inside the moisture was steaming up the panels. River kept wiping the condensation away with his sleeve, but it was a wasted effort. He still couldn't see much, just vague, shimmering shapes. But the colours were electric, and the scraper's neon hues burned brightly against the black winter sky. When the novelty of the window wiping wore off, River turned his attention to his cell and hooked up to the Nexus, the hyperweb. He'd never actually been to Neovale, but his favourite vloggers had, the likes of Wetchop, Arrogance and Jasmus T, each of them gushing into their cameras about the highs and lows of this pulsing suburb. So guys, if you really want a premium bathroom experience, it's official. The best toilets are at Cockaroos, proclaimed Jasmus, as she vlogged at the entrance to the diner. No ifs, no buts. <laughs> well, maybe a few buts. River chuckled out loud. A bit awkward in a silent carriage. He had his headphones on. Actually, it was very awkward. The granny opposite had just sent him the death stare. Anyway, I'm done for today, guys. Jasmus went on. But don't forget to subscribe to my channel if you've enjoyed this video, or hit me up on Yappa and leave me a comment. And remember, less snoozing, more jazz. Bye! River smiled as the closing card of Jasmus' video popped up. He slipped out of his headphones and let them sit slackly on his shoulders. The next stop is Neovale, said the tram. That's Neovale, your next station stop. The tell me on River's wrist buzzed. It was like a watch, but with a black face and dancing oblongs of coloured lights. Neovale, it stated. Netherville suburb, population 51,004. The local time is 5.22pm. The temperature is 43. It is raining. River raised his eyebrows. You think? He scrambled out of his seat and strapped his guitar to his back. Now all he needed to do was make it to the other end of the carriage without killing anyone. Especially the old woman. The rain was pelting and ice cold. River looked at the glistening streets. He needed to find the nighttime coffee shop called Sundown, as he'd been booked to give a performance. He raised his wrist strap and spoke. Tell me, how do I get to Sundown Cafe? A three-dimensional map beamed out of the disc. 
Sundown Cafe is 0.8 miles from your current location, it answered. Head north for 0.7 miles and then turn left. Almost a straight line, River commented. Should be easy. Yes, River, said the tell me. Even you won't get lost on this journey. River smiled and set off. His wrist strap was invaluable, particularly here where the streets were kind of hazy. They were well lit, just like the towers he'd seen on the tram, its buildings ablaze with blocks of electric colour. Karaoke bars, restaurants and shops made their presence known with the most dazzlingly decorated storefronts and neon signs cast their reds, yellows and pinks into the pavement puddles. But the air was thick with a blue smog. At first, River thought it was an exhaust plume from the tram, but as he pressed further into town, he could see that the smoke was everywhere, ever-present. It was odd. Was it weather? Or was something on fire? River looked around. The pedestrians seemed unbothered. Each person he passed was cocooned in their own bubble, chatting absently into their tell-me's, or else just lost in the glow of their cell screens. As predicted, it didn't take long for River to reach Sundown Cafe, cold, wet and tired as he was. He had two hours to kill, so he grabbed a small table in the far corner and treated himself to an almond espresso from the hovering drone, followed by a trip to the bathroom. They were nice toilets. Jasmus would have been pleased. River finished up and headed to the sink, massaging his hands under the gush of hot water. As the steam cleared, River looked nervously into the mirror. He grimaced. The rain had done a real number on his hair. He ran his fingers through the shaggy black strands and squeezed the droplets out of it. Then he assessed his clothes, a white tee, a maroon hoodie and black jeans. He'd do. Oh, hey, sorry, said River, almost colliding with a hover drone as he emerged from the bathroom. It's no problem, the drone replied, gliding past him. Have a nice day. River watched the machine as it slipped into a toilet cubicle and closed the door. There was a toilet flush. Naturally. By the time River took to the stage, a dazed selection of customers had ambled into the cafe. Some left again when they saw River donning his guitar. They'd come for coffee, not a concert. River grabbed the mic. Oh, hey everyone, I'm River Still. I'm really excited to be here, he droned, not excited at all. Anyway, I'd like to start with a cover from my favourite band, Two Spatulas and the Right Kind of Pan. Thanks. River strummed into the first verse of Omelette. He gazed at the handful of bored people as he caressed the strings, their faces lit up by the light of burning candles, one on each table. It was cosy. All the while, swathes of blue smog rolled past the windows, their translucent shapes shifting as a guy in a hoodie approached the cafe door. He stopped at the window and peered through the glass. River looked at him. He was probably in his twenties, his clothes oversized and dirty. He saw River immediately and just stared. He looked vacant, melancholic, his white eyes glistening in the cafe glow. Was he crying? Oh, thanks, thanks, said River, as his 10th tune came to a close. Uh, okay, so this is my last song for the evening. It's one I wrote, and it's called Choices. Uh, thank you for being wonderful and uh, a really awesome audience. The awesome audience fell silent. He may have lulled them into a coma. 
River sighed and wrapped his fingers around the neck of his guitar. A soldier on the beach tonight, he sang, watches children laugh and play. Their eyes, they burn with fire and flame, and they skip on the fringes of the fray. It was a gentle melody and pensive. It sounded like a lullaby. A soldier on the riverbank, he went on, as the clock strikes five to twelve, sees rockets kiss the crimson sky. He stands and waits, a watcher of the fray. River gazed at the young man in the hoodie. He was listening intently, and tears were trickling down his cheeks. I am done with the choices, sang River, and the things I can't decide. I salute, and I wait, I soldier on. But a brand new day is dawning, slaying terrors of the night. And I'll see you, I'll be there, we'll meet again. River bowed his head as the song ended. There was an awkward, guarded applause, and the guy outside drifted away into the wisps of smog. Meanwhile, the drone, having emerged from the toilets during the final verse, floated towards River. Please present your tell me, it stated. River lifted his wrist and pressed it against the machine. There was a melodious beep and the tell me glowed. There is your payment, said the drone. Thank you for your services. Fortunately, the rain had stopped by the time River stepped out into the cold night air. He glanced around, trying to get his bearings. He was meant to be lodging with a family called the Throwers, and they had an apartment above a ramen bar. Tell me, said River, how do I get to Noodlevale? Noodlevale is 0.5 miles from your current location, it replied. Head south for 0.2 miles, and then turn left. River began to walk. He gazed with fascination at the fog as he wandered the wet, neon-lit streets. Tell me, he called out, why is the fog blue? His device paused for a moment. I have no data on the blue fog. But it's all around us, River pressed. What's causing it? Is it the weather? The weather in Neovale is clear and damp underfoot. There is a 30% chance of precipitation. River frowned. He wasn't satisfied with that answer. Nonetheless, he continued on his journey, following his tell-me into a side alley. There was a red, rusting water pump, some overflowing garbage cans, and the Neovale bathhouse, its corrugated shutters graffitied and lowered. There was also a man, a man in a hoodie, the same one from the cafe. He limped across River's path and staggered, tumbling into a pile of trash bags. Hey! River yelled and ran over. He crouched next to the man, whose arm was cut and bleeding. What happened? The man gasped, wincing with the pain. Nothing, he panted. I just fell, that's all. River stared at the gaping wound. You've been cut. It's nothing. Leave me alone. I'm not leaving you. You need an ambulance. River grabbed the guy's tell me. I'm transmitting your location. Ah! The man screamed. He pushed River away. Get off me. I don't need an ambulance. River looked again at the pleading scar. Did you do this to yourself? I told you I fell. You got that? River gulped. He couldn't decide what to do. Tell me, he called out. How do I treat a cut to the wrist? His wrist strap came to life. First, please confirm that the patient can move their wrist. River was about to answer when he heard the dull drone of an approaching vehicle. He looked up. It was a plain black van, its underside thrumming with an electric blue, the phosphorescent glow of its thrusters. Someone's coming, said River, as the van pulled up. 
What? said the guy, panicked. He sprang to his feet. No! No, leave me alone! River grabbed him. Hey, hey, cool it! You need help! A muscle-bound man in a blue jumpsuit leapt out of the cab, followed by an equally toned young woman. They looked like cops, but plain clothes. Hey, this guy needs medical attention, River shouted. Are you police? He's injured and he's losing blood. But the van people weren't listening. It's all right, we'll take it from here, said the woman, grabbing the guy's arm. Come on, let's get you home. No, the man protested, struggling. No, get off me, let go. Tranquilizer, said the woman, and the overall man drove a needle into his arm. He passed out. What are you doing? River yelled. You can't do that. They bundled the bleeding guy into the van and the woman slid the door shut. Head down, she made a beeline for the passenger cab. Kay! River yelled. He banged on the window and the guy lowered it. Excuse me, I'm not invisible. Do you even know this man? No answer. Can you say something? Sure, he replied. River watched with astonishment as the black van sped out of sight, its blue glow enveloped by the rings of swirling smog. And then silence. 